Hi, Star Wars friends. I'm Ryan Walker, and before we get into today's episode, I just want to give a quick spoiler alert. Just like in yesterday's episode, and really for most of the rest of this week, I'm going to be discussing plot details from The Rise of Skywalker. And so, if you have somehow miraculously made it to today without having seen the movie and avoiding spoilers, then this is the perfect time to skip to the next episode in your playlist and put this one aside for a later day. Anyways, let's get on to episode 29 of Jump to Lightspeed. So, Ray Palpatine. That is a thing now. And if I'm being completely honest, when this was revealed in the movie, I was super not happy with it. In hindsight, though, I'm beginning to feel that my initial opinion was just the victim of inertia. I was still reeling from being punched in the face with the reveal of Palpatine being back this entire time less than an hour prior. And so, since this family connection was based upon that fact, I was really I was really down on it. I'm tempted to say that I even hated it. However, thanks to some great conversations that I've had with real flesh and blood friends and complete digital strangers on the Twitters, my stance has softened, and while from a storytelling standpoint, I still don't think it was the best possible option, I've come to accept the facts and be okay with how it played out. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to talk you through some of my thought process here. To start out, if we have Rey as the granddaughter of Palpatine, then we need to address the fact that Palpatine had a child. And this is something that irked me, because throughout the 11 prior Star Wars movies, which all occur while Palpatine is alive, or or alive again, um, and through almost 200 episodes of animated programming, which, again, all occur while Palpatine is alive, we had no mentions, no hints, nothing directly or indirectly cluing us to the facts that the Emperor had a child. And this bugged me, because it looked like, once again, we were raising new questions in the final chapter of the saga that weren't there before, and leaving them unanswered. But, through the power of math, we, we can see that there really wasn't much of an opportunity to tell the story of a young Sheev Jr. According to Wikipedia, Ray was born 15 years ABY, or after the Battle of Yavin. The quick look at her parents that we got in The Rise of Skywalker gave me the impression that they were pretty young when they dropped her off on Jakku, maybe early or mid-twenties. So, let's assume her parents were 20 years old when she was born. If we go backwards from there, we end up with a baby Sheev Jr. being born five years before the Battle of Yavin, or which would be five years prior to the events of A New Hope. For reference, the first season of Rebels is also set about five years before the Battle of Yavin, so it wouldn't have come up in the prequels, or it wouldn't have come up in the Clone Wars. The Emperor was only featured in an episode or two towards the end of the story being told with Rebels, so it wouldn't have made sense to shoehorn a mention in there. Anyways, my point is, the period of time during which Palpatine would have fathered an heir is mostly untouched in the canon. The, the stories that had been told weren't 
Palpatine's story is. And so, yeah, it actually makes sense that we wouldn't have gotten any information prior to this. Now, as an aside, the, the story of Palpatine and the son has to be a pretty interesting one. I'm assuming that he wasn't the most involved father in this galaxy, d- despite the fact that he seemingly was behind every event that occurred within that galaxy. I'm also assuming that the child was somehow part of his contingency plan, which we know from the Aftermath books, and now from The Rise of Skywalker, led to the reforming of the Empire in the Unknown Regions as the First Order, and the restoration of the Emperor himself on Exegol. So, I mean, what was the deal with his son? Was was his son Force-sensitive? Was his original plan to occupy his son's body? If not, then what made Rey a better heir to the Empire than Sheev Jr.? And when did Sheev Jr. realize that his dad wasn't exploded and was out hunting for him and his family? These are some of the questions that I can almost guarantee will be explored in a series of comics or or novels in the coming years. Now, another reason that I initially disliked Rey Palpatine as a thing was because I was actually all in with the reveal in The Last Jedi of Rey Nobody. That is, that she was not a part of any famous or powerful bloodline. The, the democratization of the Force, people called it. After The Last Jedi, anybody could be a hero. Are you a lonely scavenger sold to a junk trader on a desert wasteland? You can be a hero. Are you a mistreated stable urchin who was sold for gambling money in Canto Bite? You could also be a hero. That was a great story, one, one that I hoped my children would take to heart. So months ago... We learn that Palpatine is coming back, and my assumption, and that's always the problem when you, when you start to establish your own head canon, but my assumption was that we were getting a David versus Goliath story, a, a nobody commoner against the greatest evil the galaxy has ever seen. But instead, they, they told a different story, a Goliath versus Goliath story, Palpatine versus Palpatine 3. Uh, it wasn't what I expected. And, as I said initially, it really bothered me. And judging by the reactions on the Twitters, it also bothered a lot of you guys. I've seen a lot of threads arguing that they retconned what we learned in The Last Jedi. And I get that reaction, because I was there with you three weeks ago. But after some thought, I'm not really sure that it does retcon The Last Jedi. Star Wars storytelling is full of characters who are ambiguous with the truth to reach some desired end. Obi-Wan wanted Luke to come with him to Alderaan, so Darth Vader did murder Anakin Skywalker, from a certain point of view. Kylo Ren wants Rey to join him in his conquest of the galaxy, so her parents were nobodies, from a certain point of view. And while Kylo's ultimate reveal of her parentage was a little clunky, in the context of what came before, of Rey's vision of her Palpatine-esque fighting style, her diving headfirst into the dark side cave without resistance actually made a lot of sense. Palpatine's survival and return may not flow naturally with everything that we've seen in the prior movies, but upon accepting that he did return, all these other pieces do actually slide into place in that narrative. I still think that Rey Nobody would have been a stronger story than Rey Palpatine, but the story of Rey Palpatine was pretty darn good too. So, what did you think? What was your opinion of Rey as a Palpatine? I would love to hear your thoughts. Tweet them at me at jump2lightspeed or send me an email at jumptolightspeedpod at gmail.com. As always, please hit the subscribe button in whatever podcatcher you're using. And if you have a few minutes to spare, 
uh, a retweet, a share, or an honest review in Apple Podcasts would go a long way towards helping me find my way to other listeners. Thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you.